Hi there, guys. So today we are going to be talking about growth hacking. Now, growth hacking is a trend that's been around for the past 10 years and seemingly is not going away. Uh, but if you are into growth hacking and just want to grow your business in intelligent ways, growth hacking is something that you cannot ignore. So my team has reached out to Mark Midder. Now, Mark uh, is funnily enough stuck out in Dubai uh, because of COVID and lockdown and so forth. But he made time to chat with me about his book, The Five Minute Business growth hacking secrets revealed. And Mark is regarded as one of the foremost experts on this idea of growth hacking, right? So the idea being is that, you know, uh, the practice of essentially taking unconventional and innovative approaches to really lighting a fire under the sale of any product, whether that's online or offline. Now, Mark is based out of Bali and he talks to us about how he has pretty much designed his business to support his lifestyle, which I think is incredibly amazing. Um, and we get into this idea of the five-minute business. What is that exactly? And is it really possible? So we unpack the premise of the book, so don't take it on face value. Uh, but this is about building things and hacking things through clever, innovative approaches and disruptive approaches to growth. And I think that's something that as entrepreneurs and founders, uh, we are all in dire need of, especially in an economy where sales are the lifeblood of our business. So in this episode, guys, you can look forward to some practical examples that you can use right now in your business to growth hack your way to success. One of the key parts of the show is where we talk about this idea of scalepreneuring, right? Or scalepreneurs. What type of entrepreneur are you? And I think it's such an important point, you know, regardless of what business you're trying to build and grow, you want to make sure that you're crystal clear on what type of entrepreneur you are, because it will affect your decision making and ultimately everything that you do in business. So are you a lifestyle entrepreneur or are you the type of man or woman that just wants to build a monster business that you want to list on the New York Stock Exchange in 10 years time as an example? So pay careful attention to that. Also, we get into partnerships. Now, Mark talks uh, quite a lot about partnerships and how he's used partnerships to really leverage commercial gain. We also talk about this idea of do you build a business from scratch or do you buy something that has some kind of value, a small customer base and then grow it? And I think that's an interesting strategy, an interesting growth hack that we get into. We talk about media buying and this idea of the most lovable product and how that relates to growth hacking. And most importantly, I think something that we can all use is this idea of stoicism. And Mark gets into some practical aspects that uh, of stoicism, at least, that you can use in your business today to really help you navigate a world that's seemingly more uncertain and that ultimately you want to navigate successfully. And don't forget, guys, if you have not yet registered for smerocketfuel.com, why don't you do that now? It is free, and once you have joined, you'll get access to an exclusive technology product that will allow you to access new markets funding from the UK, South Africa, and the USA, and most importantly, a global community that you can rely on to help you grow your business. And why don't you drop me a note on the welcome wall? Say hello. I'd love to meet you. So growth hacking, here we go with the great and powerful Mark Meadow. 
your book's literally called The Five Minute Business. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what do you know that, uh, you know, many of us who are building businesses don't know <laughs> about <laughs> how long it actually takes? Because, crikey, if I could if I could do it in five minutes, oh, my God, yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be that guy. You would own like 20,000 businesses a day. You know what I mean? Like. That would be my growth hacking advice. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so what do you, what do you, but I know I'm being facetious, but with the question, yeah. but, um, but what do you, what's the premise of the five minute business? Like what, what do you really mean by that? Yeah. So it's, it really, what, what it comes down to is, is just getting things started fast, you know, starting fast and failing fast. You know, you know, I've read that before, probably in like a lean startup or something like that. Um, because, you know how the business started, how I got the thing up and running. Literally, wasn't wasn't a fast fast job. So that's what it's it's about. It's about. I used to talk about creating a, a WordPress website, getting yourself a template, you know, just online for like fifty bucks. You know, getting yourself some cheap hosting, and you could bring those things to life. A website, buy a domain in literally a couple of minutes. So that's kind of where I was going with the angle of the five minute business. You know, you get it up running quick, quick, smart. And I guess it's a it's a clever title because it gets people going, what do you mean five-minute business? You can't do a business in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hook. <laughs> Until you can, you know, thanks to Mark. Until Middle. you read the book and you realize it takes ages. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it was the five-minute book, you wouldn't have any street cred. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, you know, but I guess it is the it is the mindset, I think, which is what mm. your book, you know, why your book is relevant. Because to be honest, I mean, yeah. I, I'm probably wrong in that last statement by saying, if the book was like how to write a book in five minutes, you could, right? Because yeah, exactly. you could use ghostwriters, you could outsource your design, you know, uh, yeah. there's many, you could in theory. I suppose it's 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 almost like, I don't know whether you've read uh, The 4-Hour Work Week. Yeah, that's, well, that's one of my biggest inspirations. So kind yeah. of five-minute business, I was like, you know, like it's, it yeah. goes hard and parcel. Tim Ferriss, I'm a big fan, so, you know. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense. So, um, so, so it is all around mindset. So, I mean, you've obviously, <clears throat> I've been on your, your website, guys, go have a look at, uh, markmidder.com uh, as well. Uh, I've got it up on the screen here. Um, but, um, but, uh, Mark, you've also got Linkfluencer as well, right? Um, I don't yeah. know if that's still a thing. It looks like it is. Uh, but, um, I want, I want to talk to you about mindsets because I mean, I, you know, I, I'm kind of the same with you, like, I think you have to have a growth mindset, you know, yeah. uh, and, you know, there's a, a book, I can't remember who wrote it, but the idea was you have a growth mindset and a fixed mindset and a fixed mindset is slow and rigid and unresponsive, not adaptable. It's like yeah. the slow tortoise. And then a growth uh, mindset is obviously what you're talking about in your book um, and clearly something that you adopt in your own businesses. Uh, yeah. But the idea being is that, um, you can do things faster than you think you can build, you can get customers faster than you think. Um, and as I'm sure you'll agree with me, like it's never a good time to start a business. It's just the time, you know, so either you're in or you're out. Um, and it's yep. this mindset of like, I can start this thing and I can grow this thing and I can, I can, I can, as opposed to, I can't, I can't. And the world, you know, COVID and there was something terrible. I'm the, I'm the victim <laughs> of my circumstance, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know? Um, but, um, let's talk about mindset. So, how would you characterize the mindset of a person who, uh, you know, is going to adopt your philosophy of a five-minute business? What does that mindset characteristic kind of look like in your in your world? 
Well, I think it's, um, you know, the first one is just having been given it a crack, you know, just having that mindset of like, you know what, I'm just going to give this a go. Um, that's kind of probably the first thing is just just diving in without, you know, what is it? I think the saying goes, you jump out of a plane and build your parachute on the way down. It's kind of you've got to take that and take a little bit of a risk. You've got to, you know, be a risk taker. But at the same time, you need to protect your downside. <clears throat> you know, you don't want to just go in and spend all your money on something and, and put all your eggs in one basket. I think you've got to, you've still got to protect yourself. Um, but just, you know, go out there and just take a risk um, and, and look for reasons why you should do it. Don't look for reasons why you shouldn't do it. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, how I say, even if you do fail, there's always going to be learnings from it regardless and it will hold you in good stead for the next thing you do. might not be this thing that makes you a million dollars. It might not be the next thing after that that does really well. But, you know, throughout the process, you're going to, you've got to enjoy that process. You know, there's going to be failures, but mm. it, that's all part of it, you know. So I think those are kind of the biggest characteristics I could, I could probably say to take into consideration. Cool. There's lots of, you know, growth hacking was a thing um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and still is a thing. Um, what is your definition of growth hacking? Or if you're a growth hacker, what does that, what does that really mean practically? Dumb it down for us. Well, it's funny because when I wrote that book, it was kind of right when growth hacking was starting to, you know, take off. And I, I sort of was, I'd already kind of read, uh, written the book when growth hacking was becoming a, a big thing. And then I'm like, oh, you know what, what I'm doing here is, is kind of growth hacking. So I think I, you know, I labelled the book into growth hacking and, you know, my definition is very simple compared to someone else's like, you know, you look at Sean Penns who are looking at growth hacking from like a data analytics standpoint and trying to look at data and go, okay, how can we, you know, squeeze more growth by looking at these conversion rates and then adding, putting, you know, doing some crazy things on the front end to do this to create growth. My definition from when I made it was like, a way that you can do something for cheap to create more growth and a simple way that like I did it through Reminisce, for example, mm. um, and this was was big sort of back when we started doing this, was we basically Reminisce, I'll give you the sort of elevator pitch, so to speak, of what Reminisce is. Um, we run a, a music event where people vote online for their top five favourite songs for a particular genre and we count down the top 50 live at the venue. Um and it's always been predominantly around sort of dance music, um, R&B and, and trance. Um, and so one of the ways that we really growth hacked that business was we went and uh, we've got a voting system where people vote and we added in like sharing features into it. So like once people vote, they could share their votes with their friends straight onto Facebook, straight onto the, the main platforms. And then we'd, you know, obviously give them a chance. We'd make it sort of automatically give them a chance to win a free ticket. So people were putting it in and then, Straight away, it would go, oh, you know, you basically won a free ticket, or no, you haven't, and make it a one in 10 chance of doing, you're getting it. Um, and it got so many people sharing and voting because we'd say, you know, you get a chance to win a prize. Like we had a, a main prize and we had, you know, one in 10 get the free ticket. Um, so that really helped us grow back that business because everyone started sharing their votes and everyone started talking about it. And then we got more people basically going to the event, getting excited about it because voting is our big USP. Um, so that's kind of one way and that's it's similar to like I think it was um, Dropbox that did that originally as well. Like if you signed up for Dropbox, they give you that extra two terabytes or whatever it was or one, two gigabytes back then of space if you had told five of your friends about Dropbox and put their email addresses in. Mm. So it's just thinking of, you know, cheap and effective ways because that wasn't really that hard for us to do that 
you know, that can add that sort of acceleration and, and, and growth into the business and make growth part of your process, you know, go to a growth thought process around every step of the sales process or whatever that might be. So that's kind of my definition of, of growth hacking and it's, it's probably a little bit simple compared to it because, like I say, when I wrote that book, I sort of tagged on to the growth hacking <laughs> whole Hey there, guys. If you enjoyed this highlights reel of the Matt Brown Show, why don't you head on over to smerocketfield.com where you can get your hands exclusively on the full episode. At smerocketfield.com, you can access new markets and your ideal customers within seconds from a globally compliant data engine built specifically to help your business grow faster than ever before. And the best part, it's free. Yes, that's right. It is free. Head on over to smerocketfield.com and sign up for free today so that you can start accelerating your business growth faster than ever before, wherever you are with smerocketfield.com. Ever wanted to become a best-selling author? Well, I'm in the influence business and I work with business owners and CEOs and business leaders to help them scale their influence. And we do this as a team by helping you to become a best-selling author, sought-after speaker and industry influencer in only 30 days. My team and I have developed a system that delivers a best-selling book and a launch campaign 300% faster and 50% less cost than anyone else in North America. This system is incredibly efficient. One of my clients Clients Haiku went from a 2% share of voice globally to an 11% share of voice globally in only seven days. If you'd like more information, head on over to showworksmedia.com for more. That is showworks with an X.com.